Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. A part of studying the Bible is doing word studies. We come across a certain word in the biblical text and we are curious as to what it means. Obviously, every word has a meaning and it is our responsibility to properly identify the meaning. And there are many reputable tools available for us to use. As people deeply committed to the Word of God, we really have no excuse in the days in which we live for not exerting some effort to find out what a Hebrew or Aramaic or Greek word or phrase means. These tools are not just the means by which a pastor or theologian or a Bible teacher works, but these tools are for you, the what we sometimes call layperson. You there by your radio or phone, the mechanic, the administrator, the bus driver, the home health aide, the janitor, whatever it is you do and whomever it is you are, if you want to know some Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek, well, then you can. And of course, it is regularly my job to teach some of these words to you. But if you have a desire to go deeper and you are not sure where to look, write to me, will you? I can give some advice and point you in the right directions. Because no Christian, no person with an interest in the Bible should ever feel helpless or feel like only the experts know when pursuing the detail of a certain text. You do not need to be fluent in ancient Greek to know what a specific word means in the Bible. A word, like in Romans 8, verse 29, which says God foreknew people. This is where we are this week on God Is. We are exploring the meaning of a Greek word, prognosko, which is translated into English as foreknowledge. This word is used seven times in the New Testament. We have already talked about the two times it is used in relation to a man, and yesterday we began to look at the five times it is used in relation to God. Let's pick up here with a brief review. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 23, we read this from Peter's sermon at Pentecost as he refers to Jesus Christ. This man, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. Acts 2, verse 23. Did you hear our word for knowledge? It is in verse 23, this man, meaning Jesus, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross. Here we have the interplay between the act of God and the act of men. God was the one who delivered over his son Jesus, and the godless men were the ones who nailed Jesus to the cross. There is something God does, and there is something people do. And we are following the work of Greek language expert Dr. Kenneth S. Wiest as he first takes up the word for plan. 
That is in verse 23, the predetermined plan. He does not start with the word for knowledge because there is a connection the language requires him and us to make between predetermined plan and foreknowledge. And so we start in the original language with this word plan. The Greek word for plan is boule. In English, this word is translated plan or counsel. I'd like us to hear from Kenneth Weiss now, but just before I read what he wrote, I want you to be aware of a person he will mention. His name is Xenophon, and he was an ancient Greek military commander, philosopher, and historian. A real person. In this quotation, he is mentioned in his role of military commander. Quoting Weist now in his book, Weist's Word Studies, Romans in the Greek New Testament for the English Reader, this word boule was used in classical Greek of a council convened for the purpose of administering the affairs of government, such as the Roman Senate, or of the campfire council of Xenophon and his officers on their march back to Greece. Out of the deliberations of this latter council, for instance, came a predetermined course of action that would best meet the circumstances they had to face on the march. Weist applies this to our text, continuing, Here we have the triune God in council convened, the purpose of which was to select out of the three persons of the Godhead the lamb for sacrifice who would pay the penalty for man's sin. The result of the deliberations of this council was that the Son of God was to die on Calvary's cross. End quote. Weist correctly interprets Acts 2 verse 23 to say that God counseled within himself. God is one God in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So God counseled within himself, and it was God the Son, Jesus Christ, who was chosen to be, identified to be the one who would sacrifice his life on the cross to provide full forgiveness of sin to those who trust in him. Out of this counsel of God comes the plan, the boule, for Jesus paying the penalty for our sin. God planned for our salvation, and his son Jesus was, is, the centerpiece of the plan. Okay, so that is the word for plan, boule, and now we come to the word before it. In the English translation from which I read, this is the word predetermined. I read to you of the predetermined plan in Acts 2 verse 23. In Greek, this word is horizo. The spelling is H-O-R-I-Z-O, just like horizon without the N. H-O-R-I-Z-O. In fact, we get our word horizon from this word. Anyway, here boule is described by this perfect participle horizo. And horizo means to mark off by boundaries, to determine to a point, and to designate. Stick with me. What this verb, horizo, tells us is that these deliberations within the Godhead, within the Trinity, 
These deliberations were for the purposes of making a determination. And back to the grammar. Because horizo is in the perfect tense, this shows us that these deliberations within God himself have reached a successful conclusion and the decision was fixed and unchangeable. That is, once God predetermined his plan that Jesus Christ would be delivered over to godless men and nailed to the cross, then Jesus Christ was delivered over to godless men and nailed to the cross. There is no changing that. Nothing that any person could ever have done would have changed the predetermined plan of God. Just ask the disciple Peter, for example, who tried to keep Christ from being crucified, but he failed. In fact, let me solidify this in your busy mind by showing you an encounter between Jesus and Peter over in Matthew's Gospel. I am reading Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 23. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke Jesus, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but man's. Jesus' death was God's predetermined plan, and you, Peter, cannot stop my death, says Jesus. In fact, in a stern rebuke, the Lord suggests that Peter is representing Satan's point of view, trying everything to make sure that Christ would not be crucified, the Savior for sinners. Jesus says, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are not setting your mind on God's interest, but man's. Peter had his own interest in mind, not God's, but Jesus had God's interest in mind, not man's. You see, there is no changing the predetermined plan of God. And we learn about that predetermined plan of God over in Acts 2, verse 23, the text that we are working on today. Tomorrow we are going to end this week together doing some work in this verse I hope you will join us for that. Please do. It is important that you do, because without what comes tomorrow, your understanding on God's foreknowledge will be diminished. Let's finish strong. If you miss us on the radio, just jump on godisministry.org. That's godisministry.org and get the free podcast and my manuscript by hitting the link read along. I hope you are taking advantage of the manuscripts for download. Use them for yourself and please share them with others. Today we have focused on the words predetermined plan. We connected boule to horizo. Tomorrow I would like to connect boule to the word prognosco. The English words plan and foreknowledge. 
Just wait until you see what this connection yields to our understanding of God's knowledge as related to our salvation. Again, please do not miss our time together. Friends, we are making headway in our understanding of how God saves, and God's foreknowledge is a key link in the golden chain of salvation. So more tomorrow, because God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.